I'm Nick. This is Nick. Flanagan Weekly. And uh, boy, if you've gotten through this part where my new style of diction is happening, I feel like I can take you on any journey I want because that's just how it goes. That's just how it works. You accept how I am and you listen. That's what I do with people. Why don't you do it for me for once? I uh, am feeling okay. I've had a late coffee. Uh, I'm not coughing. I've had a late coffee, though. And um, I guess I needed it. Got a decent sleep last night. Got up at a decent time. Things are turning around for me. I was staying at my mama's house. uh, (laughs) Big mama's house. Big mama's house, too. Do you know there's a line in Big Mama's House 2 where Martin Lawrence says, laughter is God's hand on the the world's troubled shoulder? That's a beautiful line, and it's true. Laughter is God's hand on the world's troubled shoulder. And you should support anyone who gives you laughter on ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. So even if you're supporting someone else, go to that link. Send the money to me, uh, leave a message about who, you, who you made you laugh, and I'll email them and tell them that you made them laugh and that I appreciate the money. Um, where was I? Coffee. I have ADHD. That's what this podcast is sometimes about. Found out I had it as an adult. Only really got into it in 2018. I was into it before, but I did not realize the extent of it. It's wild. It is a difficult thing. If your kid has it, and I've been contacted by a lot of people who listened to the show before to say they found out they had it or their son or daughter had just had it or their non-binary child. Uh, you know, and they and, and uh, it's just like, be gentle. That's all I'm going to say. Be gentle. There's a surprising amount uh, of hurt that can happen. And you might have to nurse them through it a little bit. And they'll come out strong. I have friends who might have ADHD, but for whatever reason have come up with coping mechanisms and uh, you can never underestimate that people will be able to manifest their own ways of coping with it without even knowing they have it but there will be many who don't and uh, I'm kind of one of those I feel like my coping mechanisms were definitely not good I wasn't even expecting to launch into an ADHD thing but I just felt I was so all across the boards in my introduction that I might as well jump right into it Uh, or I might as well discuss it and, you know, I'm, I'm still meeting up with people uh, almost weekly, sometimes twice weekly, and we're going over our Dialectical Behavioral Therapy Workbook, and that's been really helpful. And um, I recently got another book. I'd love to reread Ned Hallowell's stuff. If you have any need of resources, anything, just write me at weaklypodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to help out, really. And uh, I'm also um, available for astrological readings. I've never done it before, but I'm willing to try. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been a challenge. You know, I'm doing those things. And uh, honestly, it's mostly been good for self-forgiveness because I don't – I still don't feel productive enough. There are looming deadlines for things that I'm committed to do, and I am just – it's just so hard. I mean, the main thing I accomplished today was I'm putting on my glasses. Putting on my glasses was an accomplishment today, and it's going in the accomplishment book. And if you don't have an accomplishment book, buy one. If you can't afford it, 
email me and I'll tell you about an inexpensive notebook store in your city or town. Anywho, I uh, was putting on my glasses today and out of nowhere, these glasses, the arm just snaps off. They weren't in bad shape. They just came off. Very frustrating. I only had one pair of glasses at home. My other pair was at Big Mama's house. Whereas I said, I was cat-sitting last week and uh, was sleeping in a lot, getting stuff done, but really had a strange hours, and they're back now to normal, and that's good. Nothing like starting the week okay. So that the descent, the possible descent, is more like a, a plane landing rather than a plane never getting off the ground, if that analogy makes any sense. I uh, put on these glasses and the arm snaps off and I'm like, ah, I don't have any other glasses. So I, I'm like that guy with a little bit of tape on his glasses, taking the bus. Good thing we have the social distancing rules on the bus. Not that I would need them with those types of glasses frames for you to look at. Nobody wants to sit next to the tape frame, man. Pays off. Cases are going up in Toronto. Stay away from me. Give me six feet and an ounce of space. To quote E-40, one of my favorite rap stars. So what I accomplished today was calling the glasses company, finding out my warranty was, they're still under warranty, and there's just one more step, potentially, and I'll get through it. Do you know how hard it is to do that kind of stuff with ADD, even in normal life? But all of these clerical things, list things, it just is like a boulder, lifting a boulder. And you get like butterflies in your stomach. There's some element of fear of confrontation in the whole thing. And who am I confronting? Customer service. Be nice to customer service. This person today in the customer service, I had no idea what they were saying. Not because of an accent. They were just rushing through the script. They don't really let me get a word in edgewise. I said, yup. A couple times. It made it, they made it sound like I was under warranty. I just had to send a picture of the glasses. Just said, yup, a couple times. Did not confront them. Try not to confront people. Can you imagine the strain like everybody is under right now? From grocery workers to Uber drivers to customer service people to the unemployed. Everyone's freaking out. So we shouldn't yell at them. And it's so hard. One of the things that goes with both living in Toronto and having ADHD, which are two things I think are very intertwined, and I'd really be interested in seeing if city living uh, exacerbates uh, personality. I don't like the use the word disorders, but someone pointed out ADD. It's good to use because it literally often involves disorder. But anyway, exacerbates things like that just because of the sheer amount of stimuli etc. Worth thinking about. Swoosh. Nothing but net. Three-pointer from me. Pointing that out. Three-point out from me. For me. What was I saying? I'm on the bus. Dealing with glasses. Oh, yeah. Confronting people. 
is something I've talked about a lot on this podcast, and it's something that I kind of source, uh, think it, it comes from a few things. It comes from having sung in a band where I was running around addressing people all the time, and now I don't do that. I haven't really done that properly for quite some time. And I think I have a lot of pent-up, you know, maybe even aggression because of that and anger. And it was just such a cathartic thing to be doing that. Not to mention, I was, you know, I was singing my lyrics. So it was a lot being accomplished, a lot being expelled all at once. Like your children will be from school if they cough. I don't want your children to get sick. I don't want anyone to get sick. This is a nightmare. <laughs> this podcast is about cheering you up, though. So it's like one of those cool nightmares. It's almost Halloween. Nightmares are fun. And if you're listening to this nowhere near Halloween, just go. Just listen to the song Halloween by the Misfits where he goes, I remember Halloween. Because you'll, be, you'll remember Halloween a little better. freeze frame going on I'm videotaping myself and it was a very uncomfortable freeze frame made a new video with uh, the Wayne Stop people my buddies who I make animated stuff go to Wayne Stop that's W-A-I-N-S-T-O-P it is a YouTube channel watch this one it's called uh, Wayne Stop's Got Talent I do a lot of uh, I'm, I'm doing the voice of the host they made it in three hours and it's super funny Stick around for the in the emulator zone, which is extremely funny. But yeah, uh, filled with pent up anger, filled with you know stress and anxiety about the future, filled with frustration. I know I can't control other people, I, and I guess I've accepted that, but there is still a part of me that is frustrated at how little control it feels like I have, you know, and how even though, you know, I can't control people's behaviors, I'm not sure why they all have to be so difficult to deal with. Um, but I guess I'm saying that now because a lot of the cities in the West are seeing uh, upswings, at least in Canada, in, in COVID cases and, and in the U.S., you know, it's an ongoing horrible problem and everyone's armed, so that makes you really not in a good place if you want to confront people. Uh, and I would say just instead of trying to yell at people or lord it over people, just like, get out of there. You're doing the right thing. You're fine. You're doing your best. Other people have their own brain stuff going on. You can't control it. Get away. Ain't no time for that. I was talking about that with my friend Mariana today. Borders. Boundaries. Bo borders are, you know, just because doctors and engineers don't have borders doesn't mean you can't. And, you know, I'm not saying the world should have borders. I may be one of these no-border people. And, you know, in COVID, you should have no borders. If someone's like, do you operate a B&B? &B? You say, no, I don't, even if you do. And by the way, I'm thinking of opening a B&B &B with my SO. Would you go? The rates are $3,000. Pay is up front. 
no reservations. <laughs> and we're also only accepting bookings for next Christmas. Um, or Kwanzaa, or Eid Mubarak, whatever religious thing it is that you celebrate around there, we're only accepting reservations then, but you do have to pay us now. And there's no refund, You're, we cancellation at our discretion. Come to the Airbnb! Come to the B&B. Airbnb is a registered trademark. So, I'm going to leave soon. Just a little quick fun one for you. I really hope you enjoyed my chat with Ryan McMahon. I loved it. And I loved my talk with Allison the other week. And I loved my talk with Adil Brar. And these are all the interview episodes. I'm stoked. I've got, I feel like I'm on a roll with those. And the solo ones, I like those too. These are fun. This feels good. I'm talking to you directly. There are people who tell me they like the solo episodes the best. And you know how that makes me feel like a goddamn king? Because I am not doing live comedy. I can't stress this enough. In Toronto, there's all kinds of comedy bar has opened. People are doing shows. But I'm not. I'm a paranoid or something. I'm just not, you know? And now the cases are going way up. I'm definitely not. So, um, you know, I appreciate that you're listening to this. And let's face it, it's a little easier to be not funny on a podcast <laughs> and still have people enjoy it. So I like that too. But I love to be funny. Uh, you can listen, of course, to In the Green Zoom on Tuesdays, every week. Myself, Maggie May, Chris Fairbanks, all the roster of Avell Comedy, this Greg Barris, Gareth Reynolds, um, Matt McCarthy, Ryan Singer, ton- Sarah June, tons of awesome people. We just kick it for a while uh 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern and uh if you want to listen to that that would be great so tuesdays at that time i mentioned earlier so yeah save your righteous anger just get out of there be safe i don't know why people are out partying but I'm older now, so I might just have this opinion even if there was no pandemic. <laughs> Keep that in mind. You know, you hit an age where you're either still partying hard, going hard, or you're like, why does anyone do this most of the time? Uh, I also want to take a second and say, uh, you know, uh, Wade Allison from Iron Age is uh, he um, passed away last week Uh, and if anyone of my friends who's listening and knows him or knew him or even liked his band or even is part uh, or has been part of that crazy world of of travel touring um, punk style where you really get to know people and you really get to know gratitude in a way, um, Wade uh, was part of this scene in Austin. I think he was from Dallas originally. And uh, the punk scene in Austin was incredibly kind to myself and to my band. And as soon as I met Wade, he was <laughs> uh, confident, wild, and accepting. 
and he was a really great guitarist and a really interesting dude and uh, very unique and I always enjoyed getting to see him and it always felt like there was a lot of mutual care and I don't know. Maggie May was talking about um, actually also a person from Texas. Um, she was so kind to me the other day after a stream to all of, uh, all the people there, all the comedians. She suddenly she was like, "I'm I'm a little stoned. I'm, I'm going to give you guys all compliments." And she she complimented me. And one of the things she said was, "You know, it's like a cousin. Like it's like talking to your cousin." So there was this familial thing, and that's really common on in a sense in comedy, but in music, I'd say it's almost more. Uh, common that you really feel this bond with people sometimes who you've hung out with one night you know uh, for years I don't know how to explain it I I, I think it it could easily be called delusion or you know something like that but it's not it really is a connection that exists and can exist for a lifetime and there's a familial thing, and, and that was what I felt from all the people in Austin who I met quite a while ago now. So I just want to say, um, rest in peace, Wade. And, and, you know, even though I didn't know him, uh, Weston, Weston, rest in peace to, to Riley from uh, Power Trip, because uh, both of these people were involved in really important hard rock from uh, Texas, and they passed very close to each other so people are hurting there and not to mention all the other stuff happening in texas not to mention cap city comedy club closing who knows what's going on this is the live music capital austin and there is no live music so that can't be easy anyway i mean to end on a kind of a down note but i gotta be real i gotta be me sending out love vibes sending out hilarity vibes laughter is god's world No, laughter is God's hand on the world's troubled shoulder. Thank you so much for listening. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Take care. Nick. Flanagan.